Well, aloha from Maui, Hawaii. It's Michael Benner with the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School for this Sunday, April 1st, 2012. It's uh, Palm Sunday. It's also um, not only the week before Easter, but as Palm Sunday, the very sacred week for Christians, serious Christians, devout Christians around the world. But today's also April Fool's Day. Heads up on that. I... <laughs> I've been tricked and trapped and bamboozled so many times in my life on April Fool's Day that I'm sort of hypervigilant. I don't really care for the holiday. <laughs> it's not a holiday, is it, uh, April Fool's? But anyway, I thought I'd give you a little warning. Maybe you could be kind and not trick anybody this year. But keep your eye peeled and your ear to the ground. I bought into this whole BBC video last year about flying penguins and formation, and they had the the, the video, and it was a very expensive uh, fraud that uh, the BBC did a few years ago and put online. Boy, did I get sucked into that. I was telling everybody, look at these penguins. They can fly. They learned to fly. They've evolved. Oh, boy, I felt silly. Anyway... Very different topic today, nothing about flying penguins. We're going to talk about styles of meditation here in the free forum for the next 25 minutes or so, and also in the premium training, the balance of the class that follows for an additional 90 minutes, beginning at 1.30 Pacific time, 4.30 in the east. So that's coming up, as I say, in a little less than... 30 minutes, and I hope you're registered for that. If not, you've got plenty of time. Even when this class ends, you'll have two or three minutes to uh, jump over to theagelesswisdom.com, click on webinars and premium training, and you can enroll in about 60 seconds. The thank you page will give you the URL web address and the password you need, and uh, then you can listen on the web. Also, a second password if you'd like to listen by telephone. And then, uh, because it's a tuition-based program, uh, replay on demand will always be available to you, not by phone, but by web as streaming audio, or you can download an MP3 to your computer. And uh, you can enroll, as you'll see when you get there, either for a week or a 13-week term or for a full year. So thanks for being here today, Meditation Styles. I'm going to quickly give an overview in this free forum, and then we'll go into depth in the premium training after that. Looking at basically seven different types of meditation or contemplation, if you will, introspection, uh, reflection, that's another word for it, reflecting, Actually, quite a profound word for what meditation is all about. Uh, the motives, why in the world would I want to meditate? What is this? I'm not uh, into yoga. I'm not uh, a student of Eastern religion. So why would I want to meditate? Well, there are, are countless applications, and I, I think this may be a real good place for us to begin. Number one, any form of meditation, and maybe better said, all forms of meditation, 
will enhance your awareness. And you've heard of expanded awareness or higher consciousness. What is this promise of spiritual growth? What is higher consciousness or expanded awareness anyway? Well, it's like waking up to parts of life that normally you'd slept through, that <laughs> that you were never aware of. Um, it's hard to find examples, though everybody has many examples in their lives. They're just different examples in everybody's life of a time when we woke up to a reality that had been in our lives, but we never saw it that way before. Maybe you read a book or a poem. Maybe you uh, see a film uh, or watch uh, a documentary on uh, television or something. Uh, read an article in a magazine or a newspaper, uh, maybe a, a blog site or something. And it, it's just a real lid lifter. It provides new information, but also a new perspective. And you go, wow, I didn't realize that. And whether it's good or bad doesn't matter. Nearly as much as the feeling of having your awareness expanded, as, as if your embrace of life is now more all-encompassing, as if you've taken a step back or zoomed out a little bit, and you now see the slightly bigger picture um, gestalt is the German word for it, or the the, the larger enchilada, <laughs> the whole enchilada. That's basically what's meant by higher consciousness or expanded awareness. The synonym really is understanding, not merely new knowledge that you've recombined or you're looking at from a different angle, but a deeper understanding you see, new insight. So uh, that's really one of the universal benefits. And then, well, what area do we apply that to? doesn't much matter. You have benefited as a meditator or a contemplator from this expanded awareness. And then you bring that extra wide awakeness to, or maybe narrow awake is a better term for it, with focus and passion, like our website, focused passion, with attention, you see, as if your vision has improved, if there would be such a thing as third eye vision or mental vision has improved, you now see more and understand more. Yeah, you might have some additional knowledge, but... I'm trying to make a point that understanding trumps knowledge. And that's really the best synonym I know of after studying this topic for nearly 40 years now. A synonym for expanded awareness or higher consciousness is greater understanding. That's really... And, and it also begs a little wordplay. What are you standing under when you understand? I think that merits some reflection, too. We've done classes here in the Mystery School in the past about the so-called rain cloud of knowable things. 
about the Akashic Records or the collective unconscious, the idea that your intuitive insights are not limited to a recombination of what you already know or a fresh, more creative look at information you've recombined and regurgitated. You can access, actually, new information. Where does it come from? Well, your so-called higher self, your connection to the network that is the one life or all other lives, if you will. This is the oversoul. And, of course, this is the great heresy in Christianity, the idea that your soul existed in heaven before you were born and you are incarnated as an extension of a soul that you can contact now. And often when people believe they're talking to God or to an avatar or a great sage or a saint or an ancestor, uh, you know, who's passed on, maybe they truly are. Who am I to say you're not actually talking to the Lord Almighty? But even the idea of guardian angels, consider that may be your own oversoul. It's just been banned, uh, forbidden, as heretical for so many hundreds and hundreds of years, since about the 5th century A.D., as the church was forming and really took the populist movement of Christianity away from the people, institutionalized it, created an army, a political institution, uh, Vatican City, and then the Protestants broke off from that. They called themselves Protestants, but part of the so-called Reformation or the Reformation. Funny, the Reformation becomes Reformation, and the protesting becomes Protestant. <laughs> they just changed the accent. It's a Reformation, and they are Protestants. Nothing wrong with protesting. Uh, call it what it will, what you will. Uh, now, is there a thread, or are there uh, several threads that run through all forms of meditation and contemplation, reflection or introspection? And yeah, I think there are. Um, I, I believe there's three parts that are necessary to any effective meditation technique. Uh, whatever your purpose, whether it's the spiritual growth we've talked about of the expanded awareness, it may be martial arts and sports psychology, peak performance. It might be healthcare, healing, and and prevention. It might be accelerated learning. These are three areas where meditation is used increasingly. Um, but there are these three threads, I think, that run through any effective meditation or contemplation technique. And they all have to do with managing a part of the brain called the amygdala, a part of the brain that is responsible for survival via the fight-or-flight response. In other words, in order to obtain the quiet mind and the calm emotional disposition, that's necessary for effective meditation. In order to be able to just focus your passions and your attention, to concentrate, you have to convince the brain 
or if you'd rather use a mind model, the subconscious mind or the body, that it's really safe, that it's safe enough to focus its attention without a concern that some danger is going to sneak up on you while you're sitting there with your eyes closed. The brain's not stupid. And, and we've evolved out of a jungle where the basic rules of survival have to do with being able to fight or run. Uh, and when you don't know, you just, you know, hit, strike out, or run away. And um, we frankly see a lot of that in very frightened people. I've been talking with friends since the uh, Trayvon Martin-George Zimmerman controversy in Florida about the lack of danger in this whole situation. Who was really dangerous, right? The guy with a gun, obviously, is more dangerous than a, a teenager armed with Skittles who weighs uh, 140 pounds ringing wet. But while there was no danger until the defender of uh, danger, the self-appointed protector, shows up with a 9 millimeter handgun, what he was defending himself against was his own personal internal fear. And he attributed to that. He projected that fear out into the world and was afraid before he saw Trayvon Martin, was afraid an hour before and the day before and a week before he, what, called the police 49 times in 53 days or something. Fear is a problem, not the danger. But when somebody does not meditate, when they're not aware, when they do not understand, when they're not... Um, well, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to insult people who don't meditate. But you're not in possession of all your faculties, so there's a lot you do not understand. There's a lot you do not know. And that confusion, that, dare I say, ignorance, that lack of awareness, generates fear. And fear is perceived as potentially dangerous. People have a hard time sorting out fear from danger. Yeah, I'm afraid, therefore there must be danger. No, the vast majority of time that you're afraid, there's no danger at all. You're just confused. Fear is how it feels to be confused. So the first benefit of any of the seven types of meditation we're going to talk about today is managing stress as anxiety, as fear, worry, doubt, nervousness, apprehension, and learning to convince yourself, who's talking to who here, conscious mind to subconscious mind, explaining this is a safe and appropriate time for me to do my meditation. To first close my eyes, this is one of the three threads that runs through all meditation techniques, close your eyes. Well, you can't do that if you're afraid or in danger. Your eyes are open. In fact, your pupils dilate automatically. We have inherited this fight-or-flight response. Fight or flight or freeze or faint, actually. So your pupils are dilated and your eyes are wide open. <laughs> so to close your eyes is a message to the brain, to the subconscious mind, to your body, 
that you're really safe enough to be closing your eyes. The second thread is slow, deep breathing, a yoga breath, a cleansing breath, to breathe from the abdomen, right, deeply, breathe deep, to inhale through the nose, whether you exhale through the nose or the mouth is less important, but bringing in strength and power as you inhale slowly and then ah, exhaling just as slowly. You would never do that if you were in danger. Your breathing would be rapid and shallow. You'd be panting and huffing and puffing or hyperventilating. You know, people that get nervous and have to breathe into a bag, it's not from lack of oxygen. It's too much oxygen. They're they're hyperventilating with these rapid, shallow, often unconscious uh, breaths. You don't realize that you're, in a sense, panting, preparing to fight the danger or run away. But again, we're at a period now in our history where there's very little real danger out there. It's, it's not the jungle anymore. If you watch too much news, you wouldn't know it, but we are somewhat civilized, and the vast majority of danger in our lives is gone. It's self-imposed danger, you could argue, as a result of perceiving fear and uh, failing to recognize that it's a feeling that goes with ignorance and confusion, a lack of awareness, not any clear and present danger. So... The first two threads are you close your eyes in all of these meditation and contemplation techniques. The second is you do some slow, deep breathing, at least at first, and then allow your body to find a natural breathing rhythm or cadence as you become more and more relaxed. And that's the third part, to physically relax, to create and sense a letting go of muscular tension in your body. If you do those three things, you can invent your own meditation techniques, okay? To close your eyes, to take a few slow, deep breaths, and particularly as you exhale, to create and sense a feeling of being safe, of relaxation, of muscles unwinding. Uh, an ancient tip or tool along these lines from many religious and spiritual traditions is to imagine yourself softening like um, butter on a warm day or as the old Tibetan gurus said like lard in the sunshine like yak fat on a warm day just yield, just soften <laughs> you know, butter doesn't before it begins to drip and melt and pool it doesn't change its shape or its appearance as it softens on the countertop. Feel that softening in your body, along with the closed eyes and the breathing management, and you're well on your way. Now, the seven types of meditation, the various categories that I'm going to cover in the premium training starting at 1.30 today, just about uh, eight minutes from now is first of all progressive muscular relaxation where you relax certain areas of your body and imagine them feeling warm. 
A second area, a type of meditation, is simply to watch the breath, to close your eyes, relax, and pay attention only to your breathing. This is often called mindfulness. A third kind of meditation is especially common in the West and popular. That's visualization or guided imagery where you induce a level of deep relaxation by imagining yourself in a place of perfect peace or ideal relaxation. And from there, uh, make decisions and put yourself in touch with the imagery of success of having created a desired outcome or a goal. This is very much like self-hypnosis. There are esoteric meditations, which we'll touch on, which involve often visualizing, but not imagery from the real world, more visualizing the chakras in the body and the lines of light and connections between the various chakras and energy centers in the body. There is chanting, which really is a type of meditation. Uh, you can do this also while you're walking or doing other things, and there's walking meditation, which I include in chanting, sort of meditating around a particular activity. Other forms of mindfulness or meditation are uh, insight meditation and what I guess, last but not least, what many people think of as the only kind of meditation, complete clearing of the mind, emptying your mind of all thoughts, which is very different than the insight meditation of watching whatever thought comes up and waiting for profound insights and uh, revelations and recognitions, realizations like self realization to occur to you. So those are just some of the types of meditation, the seven basic kinds we're going to talk about in the premium training coming up. And um, again, the three threads, closing your eyes, slow breathing, creating relaxation. And we've talked about several areas beyond spiritual growth and expanded awareness. There's also areas of martial arts, so-called sports psychology that flows out of that, health care, healing, pain management, uh, preventive health care, uh, and accelerated learning, improving memory and the ability to understand so that you learn faster, retain more, and are better at applying it in areas of your life. Those are just some of the categories where meditation can be applied beyond the obvious. And uh, I guess the obvious is the most cryptic. So just do this. Let's, uh, you know, if, if you can't be with us in the premium training, just close your eyes now. Even if you can join us in a few minutes, close your eyes now. Breathe. Relax. Feel the letting go in your body and put your attention on the bottom of your nose and just be aware of your breath. Allow yourself to be aware of nothing but 
your body breathing itself. Not by pushing thoughts away, but considering them to be distractions and repeatedly, gently, bringing your awareness back to the bottom of your nose, aware of your body breathing itself all by itself. After three or four slow, deep, deliberate breaths, just allow your body to find its own rhythm and cadence and simply witness the breath. This brings you into the now, into the reality of the present moment. And then stop judging and analyzing and just watch the breath. This is a good technique for beginners. It's a good technique for induction, the beginning parts of a meditation. And frankly, if you did nothing else, 10 minutes every day for the rest of your life, the benefits would be extraordinary. So here's a nice, simple technique, and you end it when you're ready after 10, 15, 20 minutes with a big, full, deep breath, inhaling, pause, and as you exhale, ah, and open your eyes, wide awake and alert, back to the room, feeling fine, all refreshed. Very important also to maintain a very positive and optimistic even cheery attitude when you're meditating because you're so suggestible in those states of mind. Hey, thanks for being with us for The Mystery School. This, of course, will be podcast a couple of days from now, available at the iTunes store. And uh, hopefully you can join the rest of us in the premium training just a couple of minutes from now. Again, if you have yet to enroll, whether for a single class or a quarter, 13-week term, or a full year, jump on over to theagelesswisdom.com. Remember the T-H-E, the W's dot, theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and then on premium training, and you can use your bank card, your ATM card, credit card, debit card, and uh, sign up in like a minute. It's very easy. And the thank you page that pops up will give you the URL address, for today's event and uh, the passwords that you need and if you do subscribe for more than one week for a quarter or a full year you'll begin to get an email every Saturday or Sunday morning with that week's contact information again mahalo from Maui that's uh, thank you and have a wonderful day today Palm Sunday very good week we'll talk to you next week Uh, Sunday, April 8th on Easter. We will be here on Easter. And talking to you about the mystical Jesus. Not the mythical Jesus, but the mystical Christos. You'll want to join us on Easter Sunday for that. Have a wonderful week. As always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. Aloha from Maui, Hawaii.